Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's Not About You with myself, Jamal Harrington. Hello. Uh, with me, uh, as usual, my uh, host, a very lovely Marianne Riley. Hello. 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 And and that's and that's her and that's that's her hello right there. And uh, mm-hmm. also with us, as usual, uh, another our, our other host, our tech guy, our. Uh, very, very, uh, very, very talented young man, uh, cousin Todd. Say hello. Hello. And uh, welcome to another edition of this show. Um, wow. Uh, who else saw the Oscars this uh, past weekend? So I was um, actually. Oh, it's crazy because um, we had just come home from going over to the mountain, over the mountain to Eastern Washington and came back and we were laying in bed, just about getting ready for bed. And I looked at my phone and I saw uh, Peter Gray, who is the talent scout for the international comedy competition, Seattle International, and and had posted, um, did that just happen? Hashtag the Oscars. And I was like, this seems weird. So I opened it up and he said, Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock. And I'm like, this is some kind of joke. And then I watched the video and I was like, I showed it to Romeo and he's like, what? So we watched it like five times and then we were like, okay, quick, go, go turn on live TV. We had to come out to the living room, turn on live TV to see if they were talking about it or what was going on. So we caught it in time to see his Will Smith acceptance speech. I haven't seen that yet. For the Oscar of uh, King Richard. And it was, man, I got so many feelings. I have so many feelings about this. I have so many feelings. Here's the thing. I will let you. I did not, I did, I did not watch. This is the one year I did not even bother watching the Oscars. Um, Same. I, I, I booked a show that night, and um, I didn't even know that I booked at the same time as the Oscars. I know it's usually like this time of year, and I love the Oscars, but this time um, I didn't want. I had a couple of reasons why I didn't want to watch the Oscars. I won't really get into that, um, but this year, I mean, and on top of that, I didn't really watch that many movies. Um, honestly, I didn't even know uh, he got nominated for King Richard, but. Um, I mean, and the only thing that I knew about it is he won. If you ask me who, who won Best Picture, I couldn't even tell you. Who won Best Actress, I couldn't even tell you. I know. I still have the. I usually check the results by now. Right. I haven't even done that. Um, yeah. But but I will uh, soon. Um, I just I, I usually do. And every year, what I do is I usually the next day or within a week I watch the movie that won Best Picture. That's what I usually do. This year I didn't do that, or I haven't got a chance to do that yet. Um, I was uh, scrolling through my phone, and I pretty much saw the same thing you saw from our mutual friends. And I thought it was just like, oh, maybe it was one of those, you know, I was probably part of the show. That's what I thought it was. And, you know, I went home, and I 
pretty much just Googled, you know, Googled it and I was able to find the live, the, the unedited version yeah. of what happened. And like you, I actually, I watched it like 10 times. It was like one in the morning here. And I watched, I was like, what? And I, as I'm watching it, I was trying to make sense of it. Um, and, and I mean, we could break, I mean, and I'm pretty sure we're going to break this down, like what happened yeah. and share our thoughts. But it seems like, you know, I see people saying, I'm on Will Smith's side, you know, alopecia is nothing to, to, to joke about. <laughs> and then there's people on the other side saying that, Will Smith's a punk. He should have never even walked. He had no business being on that stage, and you know, so this 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 happened um, Sunday, of course. Monday, you know, the internet. That's all everybody talked about. Yeah. Um, and then and then people chose the side, and it was almost like, oh, this is the 2016 election all over again. What? That you know, I mean, this is this is the election all over again. Did I say 2016? Uh, this is yeah. Well. 2020 election all over again that that's what this end, ended up being people believing so like people believe that it was a, a publicity stunt yeah. um because of you know i mean chris rock had his hands behind his back which is weird because it's like i don't think he knew that that will that's what was going to happen so anyway for so. to, to, to break to break it down this is what happened uh chris rock is coming out and he is about to present uh, the award for best documentary. And of course, Chris Rock being Chris Rock uh, is telling jokes. And mind you, he's crushing in my opinion. That Javier Bardem bit that he was doing with his wife, I thought that was funny. I mean, he was just basically taking jabs at people. And, and again, he's a comedian. That's what, He wasn't hosting the show or anything like that. That's what he was able to do. He was able to take jabs at people. I'm pretty sure that some of these jokes that he were doing were approved by the Academy, but then he sees Jada Pinkett Smith and, you know, before he even says anything, he, I mean, he says, Hey, I love you, Jada. Uh, can't wait for GI Jane to, to come out. And Will Smith laughs at this joke. Will Smith, mind you, uh, not- hold on. He I did. debate that. I no. no. Todd, have you ever been in a, have you ever had to sit there in front of an audience and have somebody poke a, fun at you something that maybe hurt but you had to smile and laugh and pretend like you you were like ah ha ha and fake laugh it and pretend like it was okay yeah okay. he was he was fake laughing yeah, until she wasn't happy yeah, and then that, he was like okay this is not right that did not look that that did not look like a fake laugh no it one. didn't he laughed at that joke whether he whether he pretended to to like it or not he laughed as if he was enjoying the joke now she on the other hand was not rem- was rem- was not remotely amused. You could tell she yeah, did not she laugh. Was not happy about she kind of she kind of rolled her eyes, and and then, you know, the camera cuts back to Chris, and it, all all of a sudden he see he sees probably before of course the 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 TV audience he sees Will Smith coming up to 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 the uh, to the stage up to him, open hand slaps him in the face after that. And then goes back to a seat. And, you know, it's, you know, goes back to a seat, tells him from where, I mean, he tells him, hey, it's a joke. Mind you, the joke itself, I didn't even have a problem with it because it was a harmless joke. He could have went, based on everything that we but know about the family. harmless to who, though? 
It, like Chris said, it was. Was he aware that she had alopecia or whatever? Very much so. Yeah. He he knew for a fact that she had it. Yes. And he still made that joke. She was very open about it for a couple of years. I'd never heard about it. This isn't something. Do you follow Jada? Not really, no. But does he? So this was something that they're friends. Okay. Well, not anymore, I doubt. (laughs) And and the thing, not necessarily. But here's the other thing, too. So this is not the first time that Chris has made a really bad jab at her. And from what I had heard, and I could be wrong because I'm not friends with Will, but I'd heard that Will specifically told Chris Rock, specifically said, I'm fair game. Whatever you want to say about me, it's fine. Leave, leave Jada out. Don't, don't go after Jada. And then, and okay, well, keep in mind, so 2016, did you hear the other joke that, that Chris had said about her? No. So, Chris, in 2016, a little bit of history, 2016, Will and Jada boycotted boycotted the Oscars mm. because there was no people of color nominated for anything. Okay, that I did hear, but okay. also, I, I mean, it, but yeah. she, there, there's probably and a little did, bit more. There's did you more hear to what Chris said that. to her? Did you hear what Chris said about her? It was something about being being with Rihanna. He said it's he said it's great to boycott so that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting getting into Rihanna's panties. Yeah, getting to Rihanna's I wasn't panties. invited. Okay. So the thing is, you're getting defensive, Todd. No, not, no, I'm I'm not. I'm sorry and, if I came off that way. Is, I'm sorry. And, and it did. And it, it really came off kind of defensive. And personally, I, you know, these are a couple of, of of celebrities, wealthy fucking celebrities, that either way they'll be fine. But here's here's kind of my take on this. So this is something let's let's assume that Will did say leave Jada off. Leave her out of this. Take your pot shots of me, but not Jada. Okay. And let's assume that this is something that she's going through a a physical disability. It is a disability, and it is something, a medical thing that she has no control over, and it's something that she's been struggling with very much so for a couple of years, and, and very okay. painful, and, and a lot of crying, and and she's been very open, and even her daughter has shaved her head to try and show support for her mom. Okay? And it's something that she's very, very sensitive about. And so now, all of a sudden, just to poke a shot, you know, on top of this shit that he's already said, which was pretty hurtful. And that's pretty fucking hateful. Like, that's it. And that's, that's it is. Like, Oh, you're gonna say I mean, let's boycott the, the Oscars. Let's 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 boycott the Oscars because you're trying to stand up for other people that look like me. Well, fuck you. I'm I'm getting to get mine, you know. And so it was, it was absolutely. So let me and let me just kind of put a different spin on things, a different perspective. Now let's take a look at Will Smith, somebody who has been made fun of because his wife her infidelities that she was very public about 
And he had to fucking take it on the chin. He had to suck it up. He's doing all these different things that he's trying to publicly keep a face. And this is just one more. Does anybody think that maybe just maybe this was a little bit like of a mental health crisis? Like oh, a definitely. Mental health yeah, he just, it so, wasn't about the alopecia or, or the jab at his wife. He's not having some good mental right. health. He needs. Right. Yeah. Clearly. So here's what makes me disgusted with the, the comedy community. Not one fucking person said, hey, maybe somebody needs to check and see if he's okay mentally. Not one person. But there's been a ton of fucking memes. And by people who I've seen personally, comedians I've personally seen, if you have a mental health issue, call me. I don't care. I will talk to you. Uh, uh. That's why I say fuck you. You post shit like that for your own benefit, for your own ego, and not for the actual people. Because instead, if somebody does, I guarantee goddamn to you, if I did something publicly, these same fucking comedians... In our local scene, they say, oh, call me, reach out to me, I'll be there for you, Whoa. Are the first fucking people that would make memes about it, that would throw me under the bus, that would crucify me. They would roast me. And then they would turn around and go, well, we're just comedians. What do you expect? We're supposed to act like this. Um, okay. I, uh, mental health or not, um... I mean, we've been making fun of people. We've been making fun of Magic Johnson for 30 years for having HIV. We've been, I mean, this is nothing new. You know what I'm saying? This, I mean, you go into the Oscars or any kind of award show. I mean, if your business is out there, if it's public, trust me, if Chris Rock really wanted to go for the jugular, if the Academy would allow him to, I'm pretty sure he could have. I'm pretty sure he could have. We've been, I mean, we, we've been making fun of Will Smith and Jada for a long time anyway. Okay. Whether it's memes, what, I mean, they have, they have social media. They could see people making fun, even before the slap. But that infidelity thing got out. Oh, come on. I didn't oh, see yeah. Will Smith slapping the shit out of people then. I didn't see none of that. Now, again, maybe that is uh, a result of all of that. But here's the thing, though. You do not walk up on stage and assault anybody. I don't give a fuck what the reason is. Okay, I don't care. Now, if you yeah. have a problem with that, here's how. Here's two things Will Smith could have done. Number one, if he didn't like that joke, which again he laughed at it in the beginning, and then he saw the reaction of his wife and his wife living in his head, probably you know Lady Macbeth the shit out of him was like, you need to go handle that, and that's what he did. Okay, put everything that he's ever had on the line, and with that action. Now, what he could have done is probably what I would have done. Because I'm, I'm always down to defend my lady. But nine times out of ten, they're always like, you know what? No, no, no. You don't have to do all that. He should have stood up, grabbed his wife by the hand, and walked out of that arena. That's what he should And went into the green room and maybe took a deep breath or something. If he had to scream and shout and, you know, be like, why did this motherfucker was able to say that? That's what he should have done. And you know what? The cameras would have, would have caught that, would have seen him got up. And walked out, and that right there, he would have gotten. He would have. They would have been like, "Oh, see, Will Smith, always a classy guy." Yeah, we knew he. We knew the Fresh Prince was classy. He didn't do that. He went up on stage and he made a statement. I don't give a fuck if. Again, first of all, you're letting some young guy fuck your wife. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. 
I don't. Mind you, your little your your kid's best friend, mind you, fucking your wife. No thanks. While you're filming a movie, yeah, no thanks. Okay. And on top of that, it's out in the open. Okay. Yeah, we've been making fun of that for months now. Okay. Yeah. But a, a but a joke about her. That's what that's what drew the line. And again, say what you will about the joke, Marianne. I'm not I'm not trying to dismiss what you're saying, but she got off light. I'm sorry, she got off light. Okay, because again, it wasn't, I mean, yes, it's because she was bald-headed or whatever. And mind you, a 20-year-old movie, mind you. Um, yeah. I mean, hell, Demi Moore looked hot when she shaved her hair. And, and again, yeah. Jada Pinkett, she looks great. Yeah. I didn't, you, yeah. you could, if you looked at her while you're watching, you would have never known she got that. I, and again, I didn't even know she, I mean, I've heard about it, but I didn't even think that was, I, you know. I hadn't heard but, anything I mean, about her alopecia, but then looks, again, I don't looks, follow her. So she's fucking, she's beautiful. She looks great with her short hair. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I don't. That wasn't a jab at. I don't think that was like. I don't think he really. Again, if he wanted to go for the jugular, he could have. Mind you, look how far away they were sitting from each other. Like he wasn't even sitting next to his wife. Will Smith could have been like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I know you guys are trying to seat me next to this person because of the movie, but I would like to sit next to my wife, and she could sit on the other side of me." You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. sitting over here. You know what I'm saying? Three like chairs corner. away. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like even I, you, what you guys right. did not. The writing is on the wall. You know what I'm saying? She's sitting over there. There's a woman between both of them. You know what I'm saying? So, so no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for Will Smith because number one, you know better. You're not a 26 year old guy. You're in your 50s. goddammit. You're a 50 year old man who, who again, you want to make an example of how you should react. If you wanted to make an example right there, that was the time right there to man up and be like, you know what, I didn't like that. He could have got up and been like, you know what, Chris, I didn't like that joke. Hey, honey, let's get the fuck out of here and walked out. I guarantee you, he would have had more respect doing that yeah. than just yeah. walking up there assault, and slapping a person. Assault is not, not the well, answer. Now, 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 here's also the thing he could have done after doing that. He could have waited after the show and confronted Chris right there. Yeah. Away from the cameras. In I mean, private. I'm sure it would have been reported. He could have been like, yo, Chris, you know what? I didn't like what you did. I'm going to watch your back. He could have done something like that. You know, meet me out in the parking lot or whatever. He didn't do that. He went up there and, and did that. And, you, and again, millions of people watch this. You know, kids are watching this. Inspire, inspiring actors and screenwriters like myself watch this show. So now... What Will Smith did is he took away that entire show. All the hard work those hosts tried to do to keep that show going. Wanda Sykes, very funny young, very young, very funny woman. Uh, you know, Amy Schumer and, and Regina King and all that. Like, they took, they took, he took all the steam out of it. And then he goes back up and he accepts an award. Well, how about that? If I was the Academy, I'd be like, uh, no, uh, we're going to accept this on his behalf until we figure this shit out. That's what they should have done. They tried to. They tried to. They asked him to leave. And he actually, leave. there's reports saying that that actually didn't happen. And I, I believe that. I be you know, and the thing is, though, is just that. So here's one of the things. It's, it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot more complexities to this than cut and dry. And it's very easy for us to psychoanalyze shit sitting here days later in our homes or even afterwards, but not being in there. Like right. he acted in the heat of the moment. He absolutely, I'm just like, here's what I'm asking people. In 
any kind of knowledge that anybody has of Will Smith? Is this something that is behavior that you would would be something that would be expected? But that expected? Stop, no, hold no. on. We got to stop making excuses for Will Smith. Wow, I'm not making he, an excuse. We, no, no, I'm just saying we no, but people are. Well, Will Smith is doing this. No, no, no. Stop. He's a grown ass. He's 50, what, 57, 50, 53, 50? No, he's like my age. He's like 53. He's in his mid-50s. Almost in his mid-50s. Okay, what's your question? So at what age does mental health go away that you don't have to worry about? It doesn't. No, it doesn't go away, but at the same time. Okay, so you don't think that he exhibited behaviors that were far out of characteristic for him? I think he acted. He looked at his wife and acted on impulse. I mean, that was a long ass walk. Yeah. he could he could have changed his mind at any time, but he. Again, but he was I already he, committed, and that's. I think and he that's saw his wife. I'm saying, I'm saying, that he definitely had a snap. Yeah. He snapped. Hit a mental and break that for is sure. Absolutely a mental break. Yeah. It is absolutely a mental no break. Question. So I mean. That's not something that a a sane person would do, and it sure is fucking not something that I, I would think, ever. I was like, "Will Smith? Yeah. Can, There's we cannot say that. We cannot say that a sane person would. Anybody probably would have done that. You know, it's just a matter of hey, let you know. Again, we get mad when we get mad at something that somebody does to us, and we act accordingly, or we just snap. No, that, I, don't, I, don't, I just think that, hey, no, I'm in a situation here and I don't have time to think rationally. I'm going to just, I'm going to act. Some people, you know, and, and again, uh, I, I, I credit myself. Sometimes when I get yelled at, I just sit there and I just watch that person and I think of all the things that I could be doing right now. I'm like, I could strangle you right now, but no, you know, but I, I, don't, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just there's just thing there's there's this thing called rational thinking. Now what I'm hearing now, and again, not just for not I'm not saying you guys are saying it, but from other people, it's almost like, well, you know, he he didn't think well he he didn't think at all. He just went up and did what he had to he do. He just reacted. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Rather than rather than just sitting there and assessing the situation, you know what I'm saying? Mind you, he's in an audience full of actors, an audience full of people. It, it, it... I can tell you, I can tell you, Jamal. When you're in the moment, you're not thinking about anything else other than oh, it's blind rage. Yeah, it's blind white water rafting rage, and I get that. I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, he didn't think about where he was at. He didn't think about who was watching. He didn't obviously didn't think about the consequences. Again, but you know, again, in, but, in a snap of a snap of, of a mental health break, you're not going to consider all those things. True. You don't even think about the consequences. Fuck, we dealt with that two weeks ago on our own show. Yeah. Right? We yeah. talked about this last week. And just because it's, and there are certain things, like I'm telling you right now, we don't know there's a lot of things going on behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on. We're not privy yeah. to that person's life or their medical situation or things that are going on. What I'm saying is, and, and there's, this is not something that is characteristic to an image. Will Smith is, has always been about his image. Yeah. Right? Everything he does is he he sets a certain he has a brand and he's learned how to brand himself really well. He's learned how to brand himself as somebody who I'm not gonna say is like the old proverbial Bill Cosby clean, but he's he's still like he didn't swear in any of his rap songs. 
because he raps he happy. I like right. Will Smith. He, he raps happy. He wanted a different image for himself. Right. And I'm surprised at, at the people that are crucifying him for this without even saying, wow, that is so out of, you know, this with everybody making snap judgments about what happened without anybody saying, wow, take a step back and go, what, what just happened? What did we just witness? Yeah. Because I, this is so uncharacteristic. Is there, is everything, is he okay? Yeah. I like, did he, was he clearly he snapped and it, and what are the consequences? I promise you he's going to end up losing everything as far as, Everything that he's built so far, his image, everything within a split second, he's going to lose I, his reputation. Oh he's going to lose everything he's had. They're going to be all right. Both of them are going to be all right. He's okay. never going to be. He's never going to be received. I don't. The I, I don't, I don't think. I don't think Martin Lawrence will do another Bad Boys movie with him. But um, I, I just, I think that people. I think Hollywood's going to be more cautious now. Like, oh, you guys want to, and and maybe people who. You know, they're like, oh, you, Will Smith, I don't want to be in a movie with Will Smith because what if he slaps me? You know what I'm saying? What if he snaps because, you know, I say the wrong lines and, you know, we've already went, we've already, no, I'm just saying, like, I he mean, bitch now, slapped him. It wasn't even like it was that hard. I mean, it was hard, but it was open handed. I mean, I don't know. It was open palmed. And he didn't even knock Chris down. I mean, shit, I know no. women that could slap harder than that and just put like, you to the ground. Do you think he didn't hold back? He, he st- he stood his ground. Um, but what and, I say and, is and Will Smith held back. He did. I think it's possible. I think it's possible that that was like slap. that was not full force. It no, it would have hit a lot harder force, if he was close been, hit, been close been fisted. Close fist. hey, assault is assault. Okay, assault is assault. He yeah. assaulted a man. Okay, the whole and situation and, 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 is, is fucked up. Honestly, and, I mean, and and and, and I, I will say this. Chris Rock handled it professionally. He showed last night in Boston, and he didn't really address it fully. You know what I'm saying? Um, he didn't even. He hasn't he, addressed he, it yet. He, he hasn't addressed it at all yet. Square well, dance around did. it. He said a little something. No, he hasn't. Actually, no, he talked yes, about he it. Yes, he did, Todd. What he today? Had a show something, last Todd. Night. Okay. He had a, his first he had a show last night in Boston. Okay, I didn't hear about that. And 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 he. No, he. I, I read about it this this morning. Actually, he he went. He was in yeah. Boston. He did a show last night, and he opened up with, "Well, how was your weekend?" And yeah. um, and he, and he said he was. He touched on it, but he said he wasn't going to talk about it because he was going to write. He already had a show that he wrote, and he says when he does talk about it, it's going to be funny and it's going to be serious. So a lot of people, his ticket prices skyrocketed, yeah. and a lot of people oh, yeah. bought tickets to something that. They, he's not going to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, again, he'll he'll throw like a softball about it, and then somebody in the audience shouted out Will Smith, and you know, Chris Rock, being the professional that he is, you know, went along with his planned routine. You know what I'm saying? And I don't blame. He's still probably trying to process this shit right yeah. now, even though it's all you know, a few days short of a week away from this happening. He's probably still trying to process this, and I'm pretty sure he cannot open up. I mean, his brother Tony. Uh, another very funny comedian, yeah. um, you know, has uh, has been defending him as he should. That's his brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just like people are people are saying, oh, this is this is a stunt because this is going to help Chris Rock's uh, <laughs> who leans I'm into like, that. Yeah, I'm like, OK, first of all, Chris Rock has more than enough money to take care of himself. 
he doesn't need the money that bad. He's one of the, what, top five wealthiest comedians out there. Yeah, I don't think he really needs the money that bad. What, 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 what? I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get, and, and I even had a guy come up to me today. He was like, hey, man, do you think that hit was planned? Like, who gives a fuck whether it was planned or not? I'm not, I'm not doing a publicity stunt so somebody could slap this moneymaker. No, hell no. But Chris Rock is one of the top, is a, he's, gonna, he's a legendary comedian. Doesn't need the money. Does not need the money that bad. Doesn't even need the, the, the publicity. So here's, here's what Chris Rock said. So he did a show last night. Um, he came out dressed in a white suit, all white. He was dressed all in white. The audience went, they gave him a standing ovation for about three minutes. And he said, how was your weekend? He began with a knowing wink, drawing away from laughter. He said, I don't have a bunch of shit about what happened. So if you came to hear that, I have a whole show I wrote before this weekend. I'm still kind of processing what happened. So at some point, I'll talk about that shit. And it will be serious and funny. And that's and then he, he said, let me get on with my show. Because that's as far as he said about anything. But his and ticket sales skyrocketed. Yep. He and the ticket, so, so did the prices. <laughs> that price. Yeah, went, he sold out, and then it, yeah, they like what went ten times as much to buy a show to, ticket to go to a show. So all these shows over the next year are all sold out, and people are still talking about it. Oh, geez, you know. So it's it is a there's a lot being said. There's a lot being talked about, and I think that. You know, I don't know if Will Smith, other than his formal apology that he's written, like, what has Jada said? She hasn't what said is anything as far as I can see. I, I looked actually, for it yesterday. No, she, 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 she actually did say something today. Actually. Okay. Again, I, uh, I haven't looked today. She, um, um, give, give me, oh, God, and I actually have this I, up. I, um, I was also just looking to see if there was any anything in there saying that, that Chris Rock was aware of her, of her disability. And... I've seen a lot of like stories saying that he wasn't aware, but then those are like like the Guardian and TMZ, and and I'm not sure how accurate their information is. But I don't. I can't imagine anybody well, Guardian, making a joke well, like that and willingly j joking about someone's hair loss like that, knowing that she had, you know, you know a a medical condition. I mean, honestly, I've seen her without hair for a number of years, and I just assumed it was a a a thing that she chose to do, not because of any medical thing, but because she looked good with no hair. Okay, so here's what she says, um, and this is a uh, boy, and this is definitely um, according to <laughs> uh, Shine My Crown. Must be uh... anyway. Um, so she says that this is a season for healing, and I'm here for it. Um, uh, violence in all of its forms is poisonous. Um, and oh no, that's a uh, yeah, that that was his apology. But she's she's been kind of like, um, this is the season for healing. I'm here for it. That's kind of what she says for it about it. Um, she said more to once here. Um. At this point, I could only laugh. Yeah, I've been struggling with alopecia. Just all of a sudden, one day, look at this line right here. 
she says, pointing at the line in front of her hair. Um, it just showed up like that. She says, um, then it talks about alopecia and even ball headed. Like, I don't know if you guys can see this, but, uh, oh, no, no. You have to turn off the virtual way, background if we want to see it. Yeah, but, but, but she looks, I mean, she looks like completely shaved. Um, and uh, she puts on her, uh, on her Instagram, mama's going to have to take it down to the scalp so nobody thinks that she's got brain surgery or something. Me and this alopecia are going to be friends, period. So um, I think she's just kind of like trying to duck away from. Uh, I don't blame her. You know. And then, of course, you know, you type in, you type her in, what things that come up is like her, you know, non monogamous relationship and and all that. And it's just like, I mean, there's, there's just things that she's not going to get away with. Then they, there's this, um, her, this is her, reaction, you know, um, yep. The same thing that she says, you know, I'm, it's, I'm all about Jamal. You're cutting out really bad. Whatever. Um, Oh, Oh, am I Yeah. testing, testing? Yeah. You're good now. You're, yeah. We didn't hear any of what you just said before saying testing, testing. What's your last thing? The last thing you were talking about. Oh, no, it was just basically about um, just her reaction to it. I mean, or, you know, it doesn't seem like it's much of a, she's not really saying much, but, you know, she, she just, everything that she says is gonna, is like on Instagram. So it's like, oh, we're here for healing. Well, I don't know. I don't think Chris Rock is going to help Will Smith in his career. And I think if anything... Will Smith helped Chris Rock in his career. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out for their futures. Um, I don't think this doesn't hurt Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I don't think it hurts him. He's still going to get booked on shows. He's still going to be, you know, well-liked. Uh, comics who respect him and look up to him are going to defend him. Um, and again, I know there's people out there that are saying, you know, Will Smith's a hero, but... Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I think I think they're both going to be fine. Like, they're yeah. both going to be okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. They're both immensely powerful in Hollywood. I mean, yes, yeah, but I think that their lives have forever changed. It's not going to be the same, and they're not going to have the same reception. And it, it, you know, here's here's the the reality. There's an old cowboy saying: It takes a lifetime to build a reputation but only hints and allegations to destroy it. It yeah. takes a second to destroy a lifetime of, of, of a reputation that you've worked hard to build. And and here's here's what I want to say. I've seen, I've seen in our scene, um, in the, the comedy scene here in, in the Washington area, Jamal, you know what I'm talking about. There was a, a person who, uh, there was a roast that was done up here in Washington, and one of the roastees got um, heated because what was said, and he punched the guy, the guy in the eye, gave him a black eye. And yep. um, his response was, sometimes motherfucker needs to be knocked out for what they say. They need to be punched. You say some shit. And... They're everybody in the whole scene, oh my God, the poor guy who got punched. Oh, he's this poor guy. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Well, 
then you get the other side of the story and you're like, well, hold on. Person that he roasted, he made a, a, um, it was definitely a racist comment. And it also hit a real nerve because about his, he, he made a comment about his dad and his dad had just died like three months before. Oh, that's, yeah. Todd, Todd, how would you have responded? I, three months after my mom passed, I, I threatened to beat somebody up for making a mom joke. Yeah. Yeah. Not even at, and, about my mother, but a mom joke. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just it. So this guy, he, he's also just, he, I think he's still military or, or was just getting out. Uh, so yeah, he, he was military. He was military. And yeah. that, you know, so. He's somebody who, who definitely knows how to throw a punch. Well, um, obviously. <laughs> he made that clear. Yeah. And so here's my question, though. Here's my question, Jamal. When, yep. where, is, where do people have draw the line? There's another comedian who does roast all the time. And he roasts audience members. And he's very good at, 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 at saying very, yeah, it's very funny shit. Unless you're the person who's getting made fun of. And yeah. if he's been almost attacked on stage five times for shit that he, he said, at what point, at what point is enough is enough? Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the okay. line on saying that I, somebody crosses a line and says, where's the accountability? I could definitely answer that question. Number one, here's the thing. Um, if you don't like your feelings getting hurt and you're a comedian, don't do a fucking roast. How about that? Let's start with that. I don't do roasts because I don't like them. Me personally, I've been roasted before and man, the things that were said, I was like, holy shit, I'm never doing this again. So yeah, I don't do them. I don't do them. So if anybody comes up to me and says, hey man, you want to do a roast? We're going to have nope. you roast this person. I oh, say no right. automatically. So that that squashes that right there. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about slugging somebody for saying something that I don't like. They don't have to worry about. I don't have to worry about somebody slugging me for Wait, something. What did you say? Hold I on. What did you say? I said I don't. You don't, I don't have, have to worry about I, slugging something for somebody for I, something that they said. Yeah, or vice versa. Right. So I already okay. know. So why would I put? Here's the thing. But don't you learned that from putting yourself in that situation. Well, yeah, I I did, but guess what? I didn't hit anybody. Right. I didn't, you know. And, I, I sat there and I took it like a like a man because I was like because I've seen roast before. But that's you know, that's a roast and that's not an award show. Yeah, and and well, there you go, Todd. Just and that's the difference right there. If you go to a roast or if you're part of a roast, you should expect things to be said that's going to be hurtful. Right. But if don't, you're don't, going but here's to the thing. an award ceremony, oh, you shouldn't expect but here's the thing. Though. Although, how in, how long have we been doing these award shows? This is nothing new. Ricky Gervais has been burning comics. Right. I was just going to say, Gervais, Gervais did all this shit, was it, last year? And he roasted yeah. the entire audience. Yeah. So, and, and nobody and punched all, him. First of all, fuck all those people anyway. Fuck everybody who attends the Oscars. Who really gives a shit about them? You think they give a shit about us? I highly doubt it. All they, oh, do, is they, all they do is they count their box office receipts. Why the yep. fuck do we care about what they think? Why, why yeah, do we care? We hey, they're not, they're not saying anything but, that we don't think about. Right. You know, Here's what I'm saying. All exactly. those people. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that, but bring it back to, to our level. So let me ask you something. Let me ask you, and not necessarily, let's take it out of a comedy situation, though. Where's 
like where's the degradation in society where people feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want and there's no accountability there's no consequences and you go oh well sticks and stones very and and you should words can't but that's not true because we've all known words don't can hurt words, words can hurt a lot look at that guy who just the fucking his girlfriend that was texting me oh you should kill yourself you should and he did like yeah. if you've got somebody who's where's the accountability for some of this stuff and where's the accountability and where's somebody where's the consequences like if people knew and if they said some fucked up shit there's a really good chance they were gonna get knocked the fuck out they keep their mouth shut yep Okay, now we're saying we're talking outside of the comedy world. Outside of comedy world, in, in the world in, in general. In the real world. I mean, I mean, you. I would like to think that a reasonable person would shut the fuck up. A reasonable person would not. I mean, but again, but no, I know we're not. We don't live in that society. Hey, there's. Hey, I'm a driver. You'll be surprised how many times I've seen people do some shit, and I stick my head out the window and be like, uh, yeah, really? You see what you're doing there? Where, where the fuck do you, I got to tell somebody today, where the fuck do you think you're going with a passenger driving this shitty? And then I told the driver, hey, you know what? When, when you, or if you get to your destination safe, don't fucking tip them. And I just drove off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, now that person gonna came out of his vehicle gonna be like, why, why would you say something like that? We were stuck in traffic. And um, I'm like, because you're a shitty driver. That's why I said that. And he needs to know that if he doesn't already. Yeah. Now, in a situation like that, you know, he could have got out of his car. I could have got out of his car. I, yeah, and, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I don't roll down my window and yell at people who've, who've pissed me off on, on the road because, you know, was it back in the 90s when people pulled out guns and shit on the freeway? And yeah, that could have happened too. That could have I mean, anything. I don't need happen. to get anything shot gonna, because I'm any, having any, some road rage. No, thank anything you. Anything could anything could have popped off. It's Brooklyn, so anything could have just went down. In you the nineties, nothing, Todd. It still fucking happens. There's there's road rage incidents where people get in fights all the time. Yeah, but not shot you know? and killed. Yes, they oh, die. We've oh, had, yes, they we, do. They we've die. had people in the summertime here in in, in New York where they get stuck underneath the one of the tunnels going to Jersey or coming from Jersey and it's 90 degrees and it's hot in the tunnel oh, and yeah. there's road rage and people bring their baseball bats and they just take it out on the person in front of them. We've had that before. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's it's road rage is no joke. So it's like Oh yeah. But 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 again, we I live in a city where patience is a fucking like it is almost uncommon Dude. here. Like we don't, we don't, like we don't. This is a very impatient, fast, on the go city. People got shit to do. They don't have time to see you texting out a fucking green light. So you know, we they slam on their horns, or if you cut somebody off, like people will act according accordingly. Now, as far as what you're saying, Marianne, just now to to kind of go back to circle back around with what you were saying about where's the line? There is no line. People are gonna say whatever they want, and people are gonna react accordingly. In comedy, there's no HR. You can't go complain to somebody. You could go complain to your rabbi, your your the comic who kept you under his wing, and he could give you advice on how to handle a situation. But there's no fucking HR. You get sexually harassed. You gotta hope that somebody that the city that you're in and the community around you has your back. That's the best and all you have in a situation like that. Sadly, there's no HR. You're kind of fucking on your own here. You're yeah. on your own. In this. And, it's you. But it's not just at a comedy show. It's anywhere you walk outside the door. When you're in public, you have better protection when you're in 
at work. But some of the shit that I've seen, like these kids and stuff will say, you know, like they'll do something fucked up and an adult will say, hey, what the hell? Like, hey, don't do it. And they'll fuck you, you piece of shit. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Things have, have changed. The society has degraded so bad. Because when Todd and I were little, or when we were teenagers, we wouldn't say shit like that because we knew an, an adult would whoop our ass if right. they said some fucked up thing. If we said shit to an adult that was that was just, we popped off and said some ignorant shit, we were going to get our asses beat. We would get called yeah, out in front of everybody and shamed to, to, okay. to act accordingly. But we don't fast, have that fast, anymore. Fast forward to now. You do that to somebody's kids. You got her angry or his angry mom in your face like, why you put your hand on my kid? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter how fucked up, yeah. whatever the kid. Well, that's yeah. my child. I'll discipline him however I want. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like you don't have that village. Uh, it takes a village to raise a kid anymore. There's not a village anymore. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, the only kind of village you have is the family that you have around you that helps you. Aside from that, um, that village has been burnt down to the ground by, you yeah. know, it's been burnt. Like, you can't touch anybody's kid. You can't look at anybody's kid. God forbid you you try to talk to a kid. Somebody thinks you're a fucking pedophile. I don't even get near kids. Fuck all that. Like, I don't yeah. even want to be near a right. fucking child. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. So, but here's here's a legitimate question. If if you're, if, let's say you've got a comic that says, hey, we're going to do this show. It's not even a roast. not doing a roast i'm just at a comedy show and i'm saying hey man don't don't talk shit about me because i'm not in a good headspace and that's like blood in the water for the sharks they're just gonna fucking tear your ass up what's your what is your repercussion what do you well, do to well, shut them is, up you get just you you just walk and you leaving isn't an option but here's the thing marianne the room isn't an option okay Okay, but here's the thing. If it's your show, you have the power to say, I will not book you ever again. And if, if you want, if it's not your show, well, I then no you know what? I, I would, no I would, okay. Here's what you could do. Stop being such a pussy. You could, you could, okay, no, well, there's what, hey, there's ways around stuff like that. You could talk to the producer. Hey, I specifically told him not to do that, and he's doing that right now. I specifically uh-huh. told him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, now again, we it, it all depends on the producer. And now, if you came up to me and we were doing a show in Seattle and you were like, I told that motherfucker not to roast me because I'm having a shitty day thing. I'm, I'm going through some stuff right now. I just want to come here, do my set, and then leave. Um, I Honestly, I would approach that comic. I would be like, hey, um, just out of curiosity, did, did Marianne tell you not to, to, to talk about her on stage? And... If he was like, yeah, but I'd be like, okay, thank you. That's all I needed to know. You are no longer welcome on my show. And that's just simple as that. If you can't take simple direction of like, don't, and it's not like you're saying, um, don't, don't talk about this subject or don't talk about that subject. You just don't want to be fucked with right now. I, I, I'm right. I'm not in a good mood. I, and I would understand that because if you can't follow a simple instruction from, and be respectful to another comic then I don't need you on my show. I don't need you on my show. You're a fucking liability. That means if somebody tells you, you know, hey, can you, whatever, or, you know, if, if that's the tip what of the about, iceberg. What if, if the comic that said something was your headliner and the person who asked him not to say anything was just a little guest set? 
not not any big deal. Just again, well, here's the all thing. these people came so, to see your headlines. So here's the thing. This is why I have meetings before the show. This is why we have meetings. Hey, there's the light. This is what we're going to do. This is the order. There's times here. Do we have, is there any questions? And if somebody says, hey, um, I'm kind of going through some shit right now. You know, uh, I got some legal issues that I'm going through and I know you guys know about it or whatever. Um, please, I don't really want to bring that to light. Please don't, please don't, you know, bring any attention to me. Hey, do we, can we agree to that? Yes, we're all agreeing. Great. That's that's why we have not now. Not a lot of people do what I do. Not a lot of people do that. It's like, nope. hey, you're here. Great. Get on. Get on stage. You're, you're about to go on in five minutes. No, that's why I have everybody come and we have a meeting and we talk about, you know, whatever. Make sure everybody's in a good headspace. They know what order and how much time that they're doing. That's what a producer does. You know what I'm saying? That's that's part of the. You don't see a lot of people doing it, but that's part of. Of the game. That's why I have everybody come early at the same time so they know what's what. And that's yeah. why, again, are there any questions or concerns before we start the show? None. Everybody's good. Great. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I do that and somebody goes up and roasts you, but you didn't say anything before the show, then you know what? Not for nothing. I can't. I'm not going to be like, well, she didn't want. No, I'm like, hey. You should have said something. We gave you an opportunity to say something or, or go on a platform. Now, again, going back to that meeting and you said that and then that person said that, well, I'm going to be like, well, this this person is not respecting a comic's wishes. You know what I'm saying? And I and I don't like that. I, 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 want, I expect everybody, whether you're a guest spotter, whether you're doing the host, feature, head up, to be respectful of each other. This is a team effort. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is not just about you. This is a team effort. This is a show that everybody's gonna that everybody's watching. I want everybody to be able to say, Oh my god, that one girl or this one guy or you know, whatever. I want everybody to be like, This show was great because everybody as a collective did their part to make people laugh. I think what it really boils down to is they're like Hollywood level celebrity uh, entertainers. Those kinds of things happen at award shows. I mean, if you saw last year's I think it was the Oscars that the Gervais did. He fucking roasted everybody, and he didn't oh, pull. He, was he didn't pull he any punches, but nobody got up and said anything to him. If somebody did, they they did it off camera or or after the show. Why didn't he host this year? Somebody said something. Well, he think, he, he said himself, he wanna, "This is the last time I'm doing it. I'm not coming I don't think back." Want to do it? Yeah, he made that clear. Yeah, I'm not coming back next year. So this. The is thing is, is that I just have a problem like. Everybody thinks it's funny. It's hilarious to pick on that one person. Let's go ahead and pick on this one person and say horrible, vile shit. But it's okay because everybody else is laughing. Who cares about that one particular person who's getting shit on as long as everybody else is laughing? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, not for nothing, Jada Pinkett has been to Oscars before. She knows something like this would happen. She didn't have to show up. She didn't have to go. You know, like she didn't have to go. Simple as that. You hear? You want to hear something funny? A lot of people don't go to. Co so when I was promoting comedy clubs, uh, like long time ago, um, I would be out in the streets and I'd be, you know, selling tickets out in the streets or whatever. And there'll be times on occasion I would run into gay couples, whether they were lesbians or uh, two gay guys. And most of the time, like the, most of the time, a lot of they would say no. I I, I don't want to go to comedy clubs. And when I would ask why, it's because they make fun of gay people. 
or they're horrible when it comes to me. So they don't want to be privy to that. So let me ask you this. Why would you go to a place where the possibility of you being ostracized of you? And again, comedy is brutal. Don't get me wrong. Comedy is very brutal. It can be where you see two guys holding hands, sharing a martini or a cocktail or whatever drink that, you know, whatever, enjoying themselves, mind you, or trying to enjoy themselves. And you sit there and you target them and you just bash their beliefs or their sexual orientation. Like, yeah. why would you? Now, it's one thing if you're trying to be funny and make fun of his cardigan or whatever, or you're just fucking around with them. I mean, there's some playful jabs. That's There's that. But if you're just being like malicious to a point where they don't even feel comfortable being there now because now all the eyes are on them and, and they don't feel safe. They don't feel comfortable. There, there's, and, and that's why they don't go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and this never even occurred to me that, oh, that's right. There's a, and, and chances are the reason why they don't go is either they knew somebody that went to a comedy club and was viciously um, crucified verbally yeah. while somebody was on stage or they've been done that themselves and they were like, you know what? No more. I'm, never, I'm, I'm just never right. going to do that. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's one thing. That. And that's the one fun thing that you take away from, the, from that community now is because you know, so not just that community, but you're taking it away from all the performers who aren't like that. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You are. You're taking away a, a a portion of an audience because, and that's what I'm saying is, is that, you know, and I am not about censorship. I'm not about censoring people at all. That's not my. That's not what I'm saying, right? But there has to be some kind of awareness of what you know, like, just because everybody else around you is laughing it doesn't matter you think it's funny that you've almost been attacked on stage five times because of shit no, you said you think it's it, great doesn't it's, that tell no, you at some point that you should self you should say okay maybe i'm going in too hard on people yeah but you know what though marianne that's the booker's responsibility you know what I'm saying? The booker should know better. Like if it, I mean, come on, one time attacked on stage, okay, maybe. But twice, three times, that's a booker, that's a nightclub, that's the manager's responsibility. Hey, why are we booking this guy who's getting his ass kicked or is causing making a, an unsafe environment at my comedy club? Why the fuck are you booking this person? Okay, that's not the comic's fault. The well, comic's gonna people be are a laughing. Nope. Well, people are laughing. That, but also I'm sure the cops are showing up too, and that's the last thing you need. You that's the one thing you need is 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 a cop showing up because you're getting your ass kicked by somebody or a group of people because of something dumb that you say. No, if you do it once, okay, maybe I'll give you the benefit of doubt. But five times is four too many, and that's where I'm just like, you know what, bro? You either gotta change your act or you need to be more respectful for people to people. But you know who I'm talking about? I really don't. I don't either. But again, Are you kidding me? No, no, I'm not. Wow. Okay. Um, that's that's and, and I just for those who, who are listening, I just texted Jamal the comic's name because this is something that he has he's bragging about on his own his own Facebook. Page. Yeah, that's not. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's. I'm not. I wouldn't be proud of that. I wouldn't be proud of that at all. Um, so this is where I'm saying this is that if you've almost been attacked that many times, like I've, oh, I've been attacked on stage. And what I said was, thank, hello, good evening, everybody. Thank you for your patience. Because it was a nightmare show that took forever to get started. And it was a tweaker chick that came in 
like after the show was supposed to have already been over and it was a screw up on the bar's part. She came and attacked me on stage. The bouncers, we caught her and drug her ass out. Like she grabbed a microphone and crumpled it in my hands. Um, yeah, it, it was it was bad. Shit like that can't happen. But what I'm saying is, is that if you are saying shit that repeatedly, and you know that you're one of those kind of comics that's going to get that kind of a reaction. Why is, why are you, I mean, this is somebody who's, who's gets booked all the time. It's, it's well, I mean, but well then that, again, that's, that is, that's for the, that's the booker's responsibility. That's the club manager's responsibility. Um, you know, and if they like that and they want that attention, okay, fine. I mean, just, I, Hey, it's your business. Do whatever right. you want. At the end but of the day, this, you're, at the end of the day, that's a question they should be answering. Right, and this is just, I mean, and and what I'm saying is, is this is somebody who's already proved to me that they don't, they don't have any. Um, well, let me let me ask you this, Marianne, because you're 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 a boss. You're in charge of people. Let's say you're yeah. a let's say you run a sales team, a sales group, and yeah. you have um, a top salesman who is shitty to people, who is shitty to the, his his own his own team who takes things without putting it back who brags about his uh his 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 sales and his numbers and <laughs> sounds you know, like a former it, president <laughs> you know just and, and, but but here's the thing he brings in the revenue he's okay, really gonna, he's really I'm gonna great change it. Oh, I'm gonna change oh, it a little bit okay hold Go on ahead. but but you know he's bringing in the revenue and Again, even though he is terrible to very cocky, like, I mean, let's say Jamal Harrington level ego cockiness um, times 10. But, you know, he's bringing it in. And the second place person is like a mile away from him because, you know, this guy, when he goes out, he's work. You know, he puts in the work, but he's just arrogant and shitty. Like, what, what's to say about somebody like that? What would you do in a situation like that as oh, a I'm boss? Gonna, I'm going to as a boss, I'm going to change it a little bit that it just so you can understand from my perspective. Let's say you still have that top performer, but instead let's say he's he's a construction worker. Okay. And and this construction worker does massive amounts of work. Massive, massive amounts of work, but he's unsafe. Doesn't okay. wear his the proper stuff to keep him safe. And I'm looking at this dude and I go, I need to go tell the boss. I've I've tried to coach him. I've tried to redirect him. I've tried to do everything, and he has proven to me that he is never going to change. His behavior will never change, and that's when I will tell the owner get rid of him, because there's no amount of money that this person brings you that will ever make up for the amount of money it's going to cost you when he gets hurt. Yeah, get rid of him. He is okay. a liability. Toxic. He's a liability. He's not just a liability for him getting hurt, but he's a liability for everybody around him. Yeah. Because some he won't just hurt himself; he's going to hurt somebody else around him. And he won't and care. And when I hear stupid shit like, "Well, it'll only take a second, really? How long does it take to have an accident? How long does it take to get dead? Snap of a finger. Yeah, I was talking to, you know, I was talking to uh, somebody just this uh, this week who used to own their own business in construction, owned owned his own business, uh, was very successful until he had an accident. And he was in a list 
the boot, he was in like a boom lift and the joystick, he was trying to work the joystick and it didn't come down. So instead of, there was a lot of things that he could have done and he didn't. He, he tried to, to maneuver. He ended up crashing it. It rolled over on him and it crushed him. He's lucky to be alive. Um, and, but he's, he's now got paralyzed in one leg, partially paralyzed. He walks with a limp. He lost his business. Remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at Not About You Pod.